Welcome to On Route to Wealth, a show where those who haven't always been included in the finance world lean in and have open money conversations. We talk about building wealth so that we can live our dream lives, support our family by breaking generational patterns and creating generational wealth, and use our money to do good in the world. When good people have money, good things happen. We believe everyone has their own unique definition of what wealth means to them, and it's based on each person's dreams, desires, and values. Achieving true wealth is a holistic process that goes beyond just making money and incorporates nurturing your mindset and relationship to money and elevating the energy that you feel around your money. I'm your host, Christy Runzer. I'm so happy you're here, my love. Now let's press play on the episode. We are back this week with a solo episode. I'm excited to jump on today. I've been having a lot of inspiration to just share some quick thoughts on topics more related to the energy of building wealth. Not so much the practical tips and strategies, but really some of the mindset shifts and some of the types of energy that you want to be embodying as you become your wealthiest self. And wealth can be whatever you want it to be, right? It, Of course, money is a part of that because money gives us opportunities and options and choices. But for me and for a lot of my clients, wealth is also about time freedom, being able to spend time with our families, to pursue hobbies and things that we love, being able to make an impact in the lives of our clients and our customers, being able to really do whatever we want, whenever we want. So whatever your version of wealth looks like, whatever your definition of success is, embrace that, own that, follow that. There's no right or wrong here. And so I think a big part of becoming your wealthiest self and and being on a wealth building journey is being in the practice of receiving. And this is, I think, one of the most important practices you can have as a human being. And I don't think this is something that we really necessarily consciously practice or think about like, oh yeah, I'm going to go receive a bunch of stuff today. Like, <laughs> you know, we're, at least for myself and a lot of the, the folks I speak with, it's about service and giving and that's beautiful. But also I think it needs to be in balance with receiving as well. And I think there's a lot of just societal narratives, cultural narratives around it being greedy or selfish to receive. Like it almost brings that energy of like, oh, well, if I'm receiving, then it's all about me and I don't care about anyone else and screw y'all, which it's, that's not true. And, and if you feel that way, that right there tells me that you're already a giver because you have the thought processes to feel bad about receiving and to feel like you're taking from someone else. Like if you were actually a greedy or selfish person, you wouldn't even think that way. So if you've ever felt that way, I already know that you're naturally a giver. But yeah, it can feel like that. It can feel like when you receive something, someone else is losing or you're taking away 
from a different person. And there's a lot of different life experiences out there. So, you know, maybe you haven't felt this way, but I think it is a common life experience that I've heard from a lot of people and that I've had myself is that, you know, we're taught to give, give everything you have, never complain, never, never take, never be the one to receive. And not really, yeah, not getting it back on the other side. And I think part of that too, for me at least, was being raised female is, you know, we I look at women in my family and it's very much the role of, yes, a working, but also doing all of the tasks in the household and doing all of the things related to the kids and never complaining and even allowing your own happiness and and mental health to struggle because all you're doing is pouring into other people. And so for me, that was something that was ingrained growing up. And I think a lot of women get that that messaging societally, you know, tend to the family, tend to the household, tend to your partner. But, um, that just really leaves us feeling like it's bad to receive. And it it leaves us feeling uncomfortable receiving. And so when I look at this from an energetic perspective, that's an imbalance. That energy is imbalanced. Giving and receiving energy is meant to be a flow between the two. You give, you receive. You give, you receive. And maybe it's not in a perfect harmony or balance all the time, right? That's that's life. There's going to be times maybe where you're giving more than you're receiving or vice versa. But it's not meant to be an all or nothing thing. It's not meant to be give, 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 and never receive. So what does this look like? How does this show up? So for example, let's say at work, you work tirelessly to service your clients. You do all the tasks in your business And you really make a great impact and difference in their lives. But meanwhile, you're feeling burnt out, you're overworking, and it still feels like you're constantly chasing that next payday. You know, you're giving to your clients, you're giving to the business, but maybe you're undercharging, or maybe you're not hiring a team, or you may have poor boundaries with your clients. Or you're over-delivering because you're not confident in the value that you provide. So maybe you put some of those things in place. You hire the help and you be okay with giving some tasks to some other people. You be okay with having your team support you. Maybe you raise your prices. You begin to feel more aligned with the value that you're providing And what that's worth financially. Maybe you really start setting some boundaries of when you speak with clients and your office hours and what's included and what's not included. And you're still creating that same amazing transformation in your clients' lives. Or even better, because you feel rested and taken care of, you show up with a better energy, you're more in service, and you can go even deeper. Because when you receive, you can give more. Right? Receiving is not taking away. 
from anyone else. It's allowing you to be in a place where you can give more. So I like to think of it as, let's say you're an empty cup and there's a pitcher of water and you start pouring this pitcher of water into that empty cup. Well, before you know it, that cup is full and it begins overflowing because there's more water in the pitcher than is in the cup. So this is you pouring into your empty cup. You're filling it up. It begins overflowing. And guess what you do with that overflow? You pass it on to others. You fill up someone else's cup. And I love that analogy because it really, I think, demonstrates why it's not greedy or selfish to receive because you're a good person. And when you have more water than you could ever possibly carry in your cup, you're going to fill up someone else's cup. You're not just going to let that water go down the drain. You're going to pour it in someone else's cup. So what about at home? Let's look at an example there. Your mom, your wife, you're doing the majority of the household and kid-related tasks Meanwhile, feeling like you, your partner's living their best life and you have no time to yourself and it really starts affecting your mental health, but you feel bad asking for help because you feel like you're a burden on them and like you're messing with their happiness. Meanwhile, you're suffering. You're over here giving to everyone in the family and they might not know that you need help. I mean, hopefully they do, but they may not even be aware that you need that help because it is just so natural for you to be that giver. And so you might need to ask for help sometimes. You may need to ask for what you need. And I know this is a muscle that takes a lot of strengthening and practice for a lot of people, but you may need to be going to your partner and explaining, hey, this is everything that I'm doing. This is how it's been affecting me physically, emotionally, mentally. And hopefully these conversations can lead to more equal and shared responsibilities at home and with the kids. And it takes some time to communicate this and to get on the same page. But ultimately, I would hope that the partner you're with wants to make sure that you feel taken care of as well. So maybe, for example, you start asking for a few hours a week of alone time while your partner watches the kids, or you ask for help with the dishes, cooking, keeping the household running. Your partner starts to feel like they're contributing. They're bonding with your child more than ever. They're happy to be supporting you since you do so much for them and the whole family. You begin to feel like a whole human and regain your identity outside of wife and mom. This allows you to show up with more joy and bring more happiness to your family. Maybe you start coming up with fun, creative ideas for activities to do together. You start cracking jokes to keep the whole family laughing. And you're just showing up more as yourself, feeling good. That is going to be felt by the whole family. And so again, when you receive, you can give on a bigger level. And if you're uncomfortable receiving, it's probably probably because you're a giver. And so this idea of receiving being a form of giving may be something that speaks to you. I know 
that spoke to me as a recovering people pleaser and all the beliefs I had formed growing up about it not being okay to receive. I now know that I need to receive in order to give at my best. So can you think of any evidence or examples in your life where you received and then the way that made you feel and how you were able to show up because of that? I also think receiving is a practice. It's something that takes time. And even if you've gotten good at it, as you continue to grow and come across new challenges and new goals, that may be a lesson that you need to relearn and you need to to revisit and know that it's okay to receive. It's safe to receive. Everything will still be okay if you're on the receiving end of things. We're all born here as humans on earth, and there's nothing that should make one human better than another. Nothing that says another person should receive, but you shouldn't. And let's be real, there is stuff in our society, racism, systems of oppression, sexism, homophobia, that do say that, that do say there are groups of people that receive and others that don't. And my hope is that we can say F you to those systems of oppression and receive anyway. That may be one small thing that we can do to end those cycles is being an example of what it looks like to receive and showing others that no matter who you are, you are worthy of receiving and having your desires met as well in the same way that you put out effort after effort to meet the desires of others. So really getting comfortable receiving is a practice. Can you receive a compliment? So if someone says, you know, so let's say you did a presentation for work, someone comes up to you after and said, that was great, I loved it, and you're like, oh yeah, it was okay, I noticed I could have done better here. Or do you simply say, thank you? Or if someone offers to help you, do you say, oh, it's okay, I got it? Or do you say, yes, please, thank you? (laughs) Short, quick sentences. Yes, thank you. You know, we don't need to explain why we weren't good enough or try to do it all on our own. Accept the offers of support that come your way? Are you accepting those? That's one little easy way that you can begin receiving. I think what can be difficult about receiving is that sometimes you have to ask for it. You know, you may feel like, and I see this a lot in, in the household dynamics with a partner, you know, you may feel like I shouldn't have to ask. This should just be something that is done automatically which I agree with. You know, you shouldn't have to ask your partner to contribute to the household. They should just do that as a member of that household who lives there. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. So you may have to ask for what it is that you want to receive. You may have to ask your partner. You may have to ask a team member to get something done. And that can be tricky because you feel like maybe you're putting someone out by asking for help. But Ultimately, people do want to help. 
Other people like to give too. So you get to give someone else the gift of giving by being the one who receives. So it's a win-win. So really what I want to say today is that no matter where you are with your relationship to receiving, whether it's receiving money or time or love or support or whatever it is, just practicing, but continuing to be in that practice of receiving and feeling good about it. Everyone can thrive at the same time. It's not an all or nothing mindset. It's not so black and white. There's space in between where you and everyone else can feel good, be taken care of, give, and receive. Have you had trouble receiving? Does it come easy to you? Has it been a journey? I want to hear about your experiences. Head over to my Instagram at OnRouteFinancial and send me a DM. Let me know what this looked like for you. I'm curious to hear what receiving has looked like for you, if it's something that's come easy or it's something that you've been working on and learning. And ultimately, hopefully we can all really just be in the practice of getting better at receiving because I know you're all givers. I know you're out there making an impact, helping your clients, supporting your household. And I hope that you are in the practice of also receiving the love, the care, the time, the money that you need and want to feel nurtured and to feel good. Thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, this content is for educational and informational purposes only and is not financial, legal, or tax advice. If you loved this episode, please rate and review the show so we can reach more people and create more millionaires together. Connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y underscore Runzer, R-U-N-Z-E-R and DM me with your thoughts and questions. Until next time, my love.